Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. You just throw out a me and you girl. Yeah, me, me and you, you girl. I'm be writing you from jail every day. It became a breakup song that I realized like it is a little bit of an ultimatum. Like if you want to be my friend, you have to go get it. You better pen. you better go yeah, get a pen if you want to be my friend. Yeah. Also, yeah. I was just you made me think of that monologue. <laughs> and do you guys remember the song uh End of the Road by Boys to Men? Yeah, and that monologue where he goes, Baby, I knew about all those other guys. Absolutely. I just didn't care. Just come back to me, baby. I don't remember that line. Yes, that what? Yes. I know about those other oh, guys. guys. Isn't that so care. mature? Just Pull come back guys. to me, baby. Pull Just come back to you me. Gotta back. Look, you got to look then, at yourself. And then <laughs> they come up with that. So we've Just got a new crowd. You're in a hit group. Yeah. <laughs> You're on top of well, the he, world. Well, he ended up getting kicked out. No, he, that guy? I, he, no, he became super Christian. Oh, that's what happened. Became super Christian. And there's a weird thing. We become super Christian. You can't talk about sex no more. But there's like that's a weird. There's like a weird thing with that's super what famous. They people. Sing about. So, wait, that's how I learned about think, sex. Do you yeah, think this. he still owns part <laughs> a, part of the band, so he gets some of that Vegas residency money? Own in a pop group. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I know. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So he's out. out. He's yeah. out. That's my, that was my fear. He has Jesus. And let me tell you, the Jesus market is heavy. You can make. Yeah. They oh. make the Christian Kirk, comics. Kirk Franklin. Is Kirk, it Franklin's, oh. Kirk Franklin's. I mean, you're, that's thirty thousand people when he wants to go out and do yeah. it. every week. Yeah, they're like, every Yo, week. It's Tuesday. Yeah. I'm ready for our next fix. Right. You're like, yeah. what? They buy yeah. a ticket and they tie. Sing the same song again, the same way. <laughs> <laughs> Open and close with the same, same song. song. Someone Mace, had a question. Yeah. Mace did that, right? Didn't Mace go Christian? Mace went Christian, then, but he came back for a minute. He came back, had a good song. And yeah, like, I think the either the guitarist or the bass player from Corn did the same thing. Really? You guys remember Corn? You guys Absolutely. I've never. I don't know if I've ever. Heard they had 
song. Two of the best. You've heard a corn song before, yes, but I didn't know it then. I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know, know. I was listening. No, I wasn't like, let's put on corn. Yeah, I will unashamedly <laughs> say they had the two best music videos of they the late nineties. Oh, yeah. I'm they thinking did. there is. But that one album, Follow the Leader, was pretty good. Yeah. Had some hits on it. You, now you go course. back. You go back. You still feel a little bit of something, but you're not craving it. No, yeah. I've never played corn, but uh, yeah, you're, I, I remember that video. I've heard it. I'm not anti. I just never. You're anti. I am not anti corn. I want it on the cob. I put it on the cob. I feel a lot of. That's how cheesy they get. Corn with a K on the cob. Guess what? This is a long going thing. KKK. We never. I caught the fifth symbol. We never. We have controversy. We always talk about, hey, we forget to introduce our guests. But if you have it on your phone, you see who it is. So there's no point in us saying it. Somebody wrote in with a screenshot just on ours. Unless you tap like more info, like who's on the show, it just says the name of the letter. Does not say. Oh, interesting. So at least on the format they were using. So we do need to say who it is. We do need, but I and I would like to do this intro because this is a very dear friend of mine. You're you've you've already heard his voice now, and Mm -hmm. you've probably heard his voice many 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 times. When I first started doing stand up comedy in Washington D.C., I started around the same time, maybe just slightly after, close around the same time. I don't remember. Um, I'd say a year before you were doing stuff in your hometown. Yeah, yeah. where you're from. I did some spots. Yeah. I was like, I like this. Because you had that that great joke, the green joke. I still love that joke. Thank you. Thank you. And that's why I had you on today. (laughs) You still do that joke? It's it's the only joke I do. Um, But uh, one of my very dear friends, you may uh, remember him from the show Mulaney that was on uh, Fox. It was on Fox Fox for a little bit. Uh, And he now tours with uh, John Mulaney. And uh, if you live in New York City and you go to the cellar at all, you have seen this man many, many, many times. Uh, the two of us from from Washington D.C. forever ago, ladies and gentlemen, Seton Smith is here. Thank, thank you very much. Glad thank you. Glad thank you're you. a pen pal now. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. I've been, been a fan. Been following you all since the day one. Day one, Ooh. hardcore. You never learned the theme song, but you have. You are <laughs> very. <laughs> I always fast forward it. Get that. me to jump. the letters. That's a jump. Get to the letters. I always watch the subtitles and then I click on. I'm like, oh, they talk about something. That's what it is. You know <laughs> what it is. Yeah. We'll take it. Um, um, but uh, yeah, j- that re- reminded me also though when you said playing those venues that are thirty thousand people. Seton is out there on the road playing fifteen thousand, twenty thousand. Yeah, Dallas arenas. had eleven thousand, and um, how yeah, great! Seton welcome. and I doing the same open mics at the goddamn Best Western Basement Bar. That I don't even know that the Best Western knew that they had that bar down Wait, there. Who the show was it? One of your shows? It no, was, no, it was another man, William Troxler. Yeah, yeah, Troxler. William Troxler yeah. had this great. And uh, was it a weekly? I think it was Tuesdays. Yeah. For some reason, Tuesday it's jumps out at me. a basement bar in a Best Western hotel. And no one's down there because if, if you the employees aren't even down there running the bar because no. guests guests don't even know it's down there. It's open mic. It's not it's not open mic. It was sure. booked, but like it's Seton and I telling five people to come and watch the show yeah. to even Love have any kind of an audience. Yeah, he brought oh. his brought his whole family. His whole I crew. brought my whole family. The first that's the first time I met Seton. You were hosting that night. Yeah, yeah. That's the first time I met Seton, and I was just going up being like, I'm in I'm visiting DC. I'm going to try to do a spot. Wow. Um, but that it, it's crazy to think we were in the best Western bar, and uh, now you are now you're playing arenas of twenty thousand people, which seems actually makes my palms sweat just <laughs> thinking about, about that, that number of people. It's so it's it's so uh, beautiful. It's beautiful. It's weird, and then it gets real. Like it's kind of like COVID, where it's like this is crazy. Then it's like new normal. Yeah, <laughs> like, you've yeah. done enough times now where you're just kind of like, yeah. Not, are you getting any kind of a jitters? Are you ever going out there like? What if it doesn't work tonight? Or is it so many people it's impossible for it not to work? Honestly, the seller 
got numbed me a lot. The seller used to freak me out constantly because yeah, every I week, every set, you're like, Estee's going to look at it and know that I'm not good enough to And be you're here. also following, like, a Great tell. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, following everybody. And then, so, like, so then you get freaked out. So after leaving that, I realized my numb, I started getting, like, you know, systems and built in place. Like, how do I not go crazy? How yeah, do I yeah, start yeah. to think? Hey, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be funny about it, but not damn. No, I said pressure kiss to you. So then, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And then, you, sure. and then you open up for Melania. Melania, you know, being the best writer and fun, comedian yeah. of our generation. So you're just like, oh shit, this is what I'm not doing. This is what I'm not doing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Was, it's kind of one of those. It's master- a good influence. Yeah, inspiration. Yeah, 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 yeah those yeah, master yeah. classes. You because I remember opening up for right. him back in like 2015, 16, and I didn't understand comedy enough to not know what I wasn't doing. You need that though. Yeah. Yeah. But there's something to something to late night comics who like when they do they work for a late night show and they have to write a hundred jokes a day. Yeah. There's something about I don't know if you like it's like a kung fu level of like they get to a It probably doesn't go away, right? No. It's probably a muscle that gets worked so many times that they wake up that their brain just throwing jokes at them that they're not looking for. Right. And so yeah. they're like, oh, oh, oh just, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. So to sit around a yeah. table with them. One time I was sitting with us, uh, Mulaney, Sam J, Chris Rock, and they were talking about Jesus like- Jesus Christ. I know, I forgot. Yeah, that's a different, <laughs> I didn't mean to go on that side note yet. Uh, uh, <laughs> did you already do that with the last episode? No, already no, addressed? no, no, we're not even talking about that at all. I'm just saying that table. No, is, I'm just that's sitting I mean. at that table. I mean, that oh, table, table. Oh, yeah, 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 my bad, yeah, yeah, yeah my bad. And they're like, let's talk about Joe Gray. And you're like, oh my God. Yeah, they were talking about- three masters just sitting there going, anyways, I just breathe it. The joke appears. <laughs> right. Oh, it was heaven. We were talking about, you know, he's working on, uh, Melanie's working on his SNL set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we were just talking about just little villa points and just yeah. pitching out shit. And I was like, this is fucking, this feels good. Like, I, I was just that. like, yeah, just like that kind of sharpness. It just, yeah. yeah, and you gotta like get to that level of just being around them. It just makes you wanna be more. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, you either wanna just talk shit like you are the shit, or you wanna be like, fuck it, I wanna be the shit. It's, it's like, like those like, two choices. Are you influence w- and also just adaptive to it, being like, oh, when you're around top shelf, you start becoming top shelf. I think yeah. that's just how it. I think that's that's why it matters. Like that's why when people are always like big fish in a little pond. It's like that's you can't grow. Can't grow. Yeah, you can't. You're right. not, yeah, like nobody's gonna point out your flaws. Like you didn't yeah. hear. Like every little flaw <laughs> is gonna be up there anyway. It's gonna be talked about anyway. Especially mm-hmm. again when you point out the current events. <laughs> yeah, Will Smith. All he's a great, great man. A millionaire, hundred millionaire. Yeah. Still, every one of his flaws is pointed out out there sure. for him to look at and make us all go, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and yeah. you know, and so it's like one of those. Oh, fuck it. If you ain't gonna work with it, you gotta start working on the shits. Yeah, so, we won't watch Fresh Prince at our house anymore after what oh, happened. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. We won't watch the You're reboot. Watching it. We won't watch the I come reboot. Over to his house and turn it on. You're watching this. He actually uh, acts more like the reboot than the old episode. <laughs> <laughs> He's much more darker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Should we, a- uh, should we do it? Yeah. Let's, Let's go, go to the letters! Dear Rory and Daniel. Yeah. What the How about hell? that? Nothing against Daniel. your name. See? Yeah. They did this all and that's wrong. just disrespectful. That's all right. Nothing against Daniel, just been a big Rory fan all the way back to Dilation. And why wouldn't you be? Why Some couldn't you like work. me when Dilation? Maybe it's maybe came one out. of very few albums I've put out. Longtime <laughs> listener, first time writer. Anyhow, I've been having trouble getting my shit together, so to speak. I'm twenty eight, live with my mom, don't have my bachelor's degree, and don't have a stable career. What could I do to start getting it all together? I know plenty of people have similar issues amongst my generation, but it still gets to me sometimes. I know that it's not <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes it bites me a little bit. But sometimes that yeah. weed and that video game really gets me through the day. <laughs> I hear you, man. I know uh, I know that it's not entirely my fault in the sense that the Big Bang occurred and everything since then is just a fault. long series of cause and effect. <laughs> that being said, <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen as much growth in myself as I would have liked <laughs> to see since coming of age into my young adult years. Yeah. <laughs> and that makes me sad. Not as much growth as the Big Bang, nigga. Damn. <laughs> I feel you. 
Yeah, big Bang is yourself. Don't compare yourself to the Big Bang. I can't help it. You have to. You're a part of it. it. You're a part of the yeah, Big Bang. Yeah, but don't compare yourself We're all to one. They got We're a all lot bigger done than that. Day. We're all, all bigger one. than that. Right. We're all born At by explosions. Times, it seems as if there's so much to work on that I really don't know where to start. It seems oh. impossible to find a career without a degree where the work landscape is hourly wage restaurants or retail with little to no upward mobility. Can't seem to find a relationship because the romantic marketplace value of a late 20s man living with his parents is inherently low. College mm. isn't an option because I have to be able to support myself and pay my bills, not to mention tuition costs and debt that would occur thereof. It's oh. a shame because I massively overachieved throughout high school and community college, so I couldn't ever have foreseen having these problems 10 years ago. Mm. It all kind of uh, melts together to create something of a societally imposed case of wow. development. Wow. Good writing. Good writing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, spent so much time on there. He could have spent this energy. You're a writer. On, could have spent it on a resume, honestly. You're a writer. All this energy. This is some good composition. How can, I, how can I get myself on the right track? Is it okay to be this old and not have it all together? What would be some healthy ways to cope with the stress and stress and find some avenue to experience growth throughout my situation? Sincerely, Matt. Well, I mean, first thing you need to do, figure out who to address in the right order of a letter. Well, that, I mean, get you know, you yourself on track right there. You got there. it right, and that's why I'll go first. Uh, Matt, you're a good writer. <laughs> Anyways, we wish you well. You're not wrong, though. Um, here's what I, want. I do want to say. First off, thank you for this. And my first, like, just cutting straight to the meat of it. Sure. Just know there is no ever. The older you get, the more you realize there is no ever having your shit together. There is no, like, I think we think in our minds, if I just get a job, if I just get a relationship, if I just get a place, if I just get a car, if I just get a job, if I just get these clothes, if I just get these shoes, if I just get this table at this restaurant, if I just start drinking coffee at this place, none of it is, uh, it's never an ending pursuit of having but your shit together. But is it possible together. to feel like you don't have any of your shit together? I think it is. I think it is possible. I, my, in fact, my advice would be quit trying to swallow the whole meal at one time. There you got to take go. little bites. You got to start with little bites. And I got to say being able to make some money and have some income is where everybody, unfortunately, has to start. However, you are living with your mom. So if you think there's any kind of like little self self-help work type shit you got to start by doing... You are in a space where maybe your mom's not asking for rent and you don't have to throw money at bills right away. Maybe work on yourself first. I'm going to ask you, where were you born and raised? I was born um, in San Diego. I was raised in about five or six different places. Okay. So you've been around. Name them all. No, <laughs> don't you dare. If you want. So Give then, us the years. But you eventually sure. went from D.C. <laughs> to New York, right? Eventually I went to D.C. to New York. Yes. Yeah. When you got to New York. Yeah. Didn't you feel, as we all kind of do on some level, all right, how do I get my shit together here? Like, how? what is? The, what do I do? Um, like, we've all had these moments in our lives of, like, kind of starting. Certainly, yeah, for, as comedians, when you go to a new scene, you essentially start at well, zero. Especially, yeah. especially a scene like New York City. Right. Where yeah. it's like, I tell people it's like the universe. So what are the things, either one of you or Seton, just you, like, that you said to yourself, like, all right, here's the checklist. Like you said, don't eat the whole meal at once. Start yeah, with yeah. a piece of bread. Then get yourself some mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the checklist where you started to be able to get your shit together? Checklist? This is beautiful. Checklist. I mean, the first time around, <laughs> I don't know. The first, I got a lot of thoughts on this. Uh, uh, I want to hear them all. And that's what we're here sure, for. guys. All right, the, the checklist I did absentmindedly, because I did it absentmindedly first time. The second time, I did it constantly. Really? Absentmindedly. Um, 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 I got myself in a good mind state of of conquer and create. So, like, 
that guy right there, um, he's really, really good. People um, who don't have what they want in life are really, really good to tell themselves stories of why they don't have what they have in life. And he's really wonderful. He fucking connected his failures to the Big Bang. Yeah. And when you get to that point, you really have spent a lot of your mind energy sitting around <laughs> thinking about all the people who are against you in your life. And when you've gotten that list to that deep where he can't even get yeah. to the, that's the motherfucking big, that means that he's fucking hopeless, right? But the people who are, um, who are successful in life, they are, when you ask them what they're thinking about, they're thinking about all these friends, they're thinking about all these assets, all these things they want to like do, all these dreams, all these possibilities yeah. are about to happen. All these things. So I'm like, it's and I that, that connection is what creates, uh, you know, well, how to win. There's almost it seems like there's almost at least what you're saying. There's almost like a shift of perspective. Like if you yeah. are connecting it all the way down to the Big Bang Theory, that hopelessness, you have to somehow detach from that and go, and and this is what I think. Like minimize it to go. Yeah. All right, how do we start to go up? If you can't go well, any lower, isn't there an inverse of saying like, take "Hey, dude, so you have up. food, mm -hmm. you have shelter, mm -hmm. you have family, mm -hmm. and you are older uh, than your younger twenties, right? You're you're close to your thirties, and, and so you have some experience and some perspective. So it kind of sounds I, to me that you can do whatever you want, it, rather than saying." Oh, I can't do anything. No, it sounds to me like you could go do anything you want. You've got food, shelter, support, love, yeah. and perspective. So now go do whatever you want to let do. Me, let me throw some positives It might come with a cost. It might come with some sweat and some tears and some fear. Well, that's but, life. But go do that's it. That's everybody. That's but, everybody. Uh, Even uh, people that are in a great, born into a great situation, it comes with fears and sweat. And yes. Like it's, it's, un, it's, it's the human experience. But I, some positives for Matt here. Uh, you are 28. To you, that seems like time has passed you by and you're much older. To us who are in our 40s, how old are you? You're in your 40s? I got 40 uh, a couple months ago. Yeah, we're, we're in our 40s. Trust us when we say 28 is a very youthful oh, age. Rory, trust us. Not just trust that. you. The, the person that you guys are looking at and talking to right now, this life of who I am started when I was 28. Yes. 28. Great. Is when I moved Great point. Here. So perspective. I, had, I didn't I didn't I hadn't done stand up yet. Yes. I had never been on a podcast. Yes. I didn't have anything other than $72 and a Pontiac Grand Am. You want to know how how long 28 was ago? Podcasts might not even have been a thing they when were. Daniel was 28. <laughs> no, they, they were. Tony, were. <laughs> no, Tony Kornheiser was doing the. He was number that's, one back there then. There you go. I was following there that nigga hard. Tony that's Kornheiser. That's DC love. That's, that's the DC, DC love. Love, right love me some Tony. But, but I'm saying but, that. But, but so to that's your what 28 point, is. But to your point, at 28, and, and this is what I was kind of getting that's to. A different life. I think maybe what Matt might be lacking here, and granted, I'm going off the information, but take sure. it. We always say take it with a grain of salt. But. You found a passion at 28, and that's what started well, the spark. Well, I finally like stopped being afraid. Yes, but that but that passion of going, I want to be a performer. I want to do stand-up. I want to do whatever. I'm going to go for it. I want to act. I want to be in movies. Like I found a no. I found a passion when I randomly got on stage to try stand-up comedy one time. I, I, in and and it just suddenly I found my passion, yeah. and that filled in a lot of the questions. Of how to do these other and things path, because I wanted to do them yeah. to to service and feed that passion. So Matt, maybe, and I don't know, but maybe there's a lack comedian. of what is your passion. <laughs> Could be. If you worked this hard in high school and community college, it doesn't mean that you don't have a work ethic. You have it there. You just the train might be a little bit off the tracks right now, and it might be because you're looking for a direction. And sometimes that direction has to come from well, what is it that you really love, what and what want. is it you want to create, and mm -hmm. what is it that you want to 
do? And how much of an effort are you making towards finding out what that thing is? And I'm not saying that's an easy question. We, we're lucky. Can you say anything you want? Yeah, can I say something? I would no, say that no. even and if you have trouble finding the thing you want, deciding the thing you want, possibly you're abused and you probably got to go to therapy because you're probably your mother is telling you that you're not good enough to do anything. That's a thing, all right? Yeah, or you're like, telling yourself that. You're telling yourself that. It's so, a or you've heard it from somewhere. Somebody put that in you. Exactly. It's stuck right. in your head. You can't do nothing. There's not enough time. There's not enough money. There's yeah. lack of consciousness. It, gets in, it affects everything. Or someone tells you you should have done it by now yeah that's, that's the most ridiculous thing bullshit ever because there's never a point in your life when you can't start to do the the thing there's never a point you can't go all right today i'm going to find the thing i'm going to look for the thing maybe not find the thing but i'm gonna look for the thing. I, th to me there's never it's never too late it's absolutely you meet somebody 35 never too late playing the trumpet like blowing your mind playing the trumpet right and they're 35 busking years old, and you go <laughs> i need like weird details and you go uh <laughs> you go oh my god you're amazing like yeah i've been dad for 20 years you're like wow you started when you were 15 now you meet somebody when they're 60 playing the trumpet crushing it and you're like you're fucking phenomenal I'm like yeah i started when i was 40 been yeah. doing it for 20 years yeah it doesn't it's the same yes can i do you remember and i don't this guy might still be there i don't know but at uh, where the improv uh, is mm -hmm. in D.C., the dude like around the corner near like the D the Daily Grill or whatever that restaurant is right there, mm -hmm. who used to play the saxophone all oh, the time. Yeah. Like you definitely would hear him when you left the improv or if you were ever heading that way towards the metro, mm -hmm. you heard this dude playing saxophone. You know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, I think so, yeah. This only made me think of it. I was going through a breakup and I remember one night I was walking, I think from uh, maybe Topaz, mm. walking uh, down to the blue line to go out to Alexandria, oh, wow. yeah. and I walk past him, he's playing the saxophone, and it could not be more like... You were in a movie. In a movie? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And this is the movie I was in. I'm just walking, I'm like, I'm sad. I'm like kind of crying, yeah. thinking about this breakup. I just did a set, I don't know what's going on. The guy stops playing saxophone, looks right at me, and he goes, who the fuck wants to be you? Oh my... <laughs> he goes right back to playing the saxophone, and I just kept walking, I, no joke, out loud to myself, I go... Yeah, who does want to be me? Like, I was broken. And the fact that this guy, I, I don't know if he's still there, but in my years of living yeah, in yeah, D.C., yeah. this guy was such a staple of, like, that's the area he would always play the saxophone yeah. in, and it bounced off the building. I always thought it was so beautiful. Even now, after him saying that to me, I still think it's beautiful. Yeah. He but the was fact that I walked by, I've never talked to him one time. He just stops. He read the vibe, like, who the fuck wants to be you? Because <laughs> Wow, that's <laughs> fucked up. I bet you he, he thought you were looking at him pathetically, and he was probably I, being defensive. I, I don't know. Right. I don't know. Right. But he, he, maybe, maybe he read a different vibe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I was giving off something I didn't know I was giving off, or or he's not good at reading the vibe. So that, well, he's, he's where he's at. But in for that a moment, I was just like, I know that's why she left. Fuck, man. <laughs> You know what's sometimes weird about people who are on the street? They're homeless. It makes me, this is spooky shit. Where like, also, but just to know, this guy's not homeless. He wasn't? No. This guy's like, this all the time doing oh. I think this guy like was a normal, was like he's thing. out there working a job. Yeah. He had like a, a very normal, in the sense of what normal is. But right, I think, right, right. I, I has a job, and at night I go play saxophone. Oh, is that that? Oh, yeah. well, never mind. Well, I, I do want to hear what you were going to say, yeah. though. Oh, well, it doesn't apply anymore. But, uh, <laughs> well, maybe it does. 
I found that like I don't know if you ever listen to like crazy people, dark people that say the darkest negative shit. But if you ever meditate and listen to your own dark voices, it seems like the really quiet dark voice. Their motherfuckers let that shit go. But it's the same <laughs> yeah, language, yeah, yeah, yeah. The same patterns, yeah, yeah, yeah. more same, volume. Yes, yeah. it's more volume. Yeah. It's yeah. really yeah. interesting. Yeah. I'm like, Yo, I mean, it's all in there. It's all, it's all in there. In We're the all connected. Like, oh yeah, wait, yeah. hold on. Uh, yeah. Before we finish our response to this letter, I want to talk about the dating aspect. Yeah. So what do you do when you feel like you have no like uh, equity to bring to the dinner table and a date because he's saying like I can't date anybody because nobody wants to date a guy in his late twenties who lives with their mom. I would that's say that's not true. That's exactly that's not true. If there's serial killers getting pushed, nigga, come on now. <laughs> and that's exactly what I was about to Thank say. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus, you need to look at the market. There, for every piece of shit, there's a woman who likes the taste of shit out there. Right. That is just that's science. That right. is the balance of life. Right. You gonna bring if you go bring in the big bang nigga, you gotta bring in the other bang. But, but there's, but <laughs> there's also, weird dudes working part time at grocery stores that date great men or women who also happen to work at that grocery store. It's just yeah. like proximity of. But like, we've said this before. You're gonna project the thing you think. So when you step into a bar to have a drink and you're you maybe are there to maybe meet somebody. Let's just say I know that that sounds like old school way of meeting somebody. But let's say it is. Let's do and it. And you're walking in there going, well, no one's gonna want me because I'm the guy who doesn't have a job and I don't have an education and I don't have these things. Like, Everyone feels that. Nobody and wants so to be no one's that. going, hey, you know what? That guy over there who looks super down on himself, he looks like a fun dude to hang out with. No one. No one. No no one. one. No the one. bartender barely wants to ask you what you want to drink. I, so, and also, to this point, I think you also are trying to bite off too much. Like, you're talking about romantic relationship. You're talking about making some money. You're talking about getting an education. You're talking about, like finding out what job you want to do. You're talking about every single category of what it means to exist in modern day society. You have to start simple. You've got to start simple. I got a question, though. He's not saying everything. I kind of want to know what his health is like, you know? He didn't mention his health. How's right, your health, I'm nigga? assuming it's good. This probably got a positive. Why aren't you putting positives on this motherfucker? That's what I'm list? saying. going to be all negative. He's like, I jog. He goes, I jog every morning. And I couldn't be. My heart, actually, I've gone to a cardiologist. They say I have a pristine heart. Pristine. I should do a triathlon. I've never smoked. I've just, I just, I've got, I don't drink. But my that liver, speaks to what I was saying. Couldn't be more you got your spotless. health. You got a place to live. Yeah. It sounds to me like you can decide to do anything you want. And you could meet somebody who's like, yeah. Uh, what are you up to? What do you do for a living? Like right now, I've, I'm in between stuff and I'm staying with my parents, but I do also love anime. And then you just, you're yeah. still a person with interests and, and conversation, me, little pieces. And let me tell ahead. you, there's so many hot women who happen to just be executives and they are, feel so lonely because they don't know how to connect. They would love to be your mother figure and control <laughs> you and fuck you on weekends in between their important meetings. All just, right? Oh, no, that's you're not even talking want. about a committed relationship. You're talking about just weekends hanging out. You can have anything you want. You got to wake up in the morning and say, I have a hot, rich woman who likes to fuck me you on know, weekends. God, you know, that's always been my dream. Um, they, I think you have to. Jordan knows it. Jordan, I say it every time. I go, you yeah. know what my dream is? She's like, not again. You're hurting our marriage. <laughs> um, I think you. Uh, the, also, when you say the work landscape is hourly wage restaurants or retail with little no upward mobility, I think you're talking in absolutes. For instance, working in a restaurant, I'm not saying you're going in there going, I'm going to walk out with a million dollars, but. The restaurants I have worked in, that is a social setting. That is how you meet people. That is how you do make some money. Yeah. But you can't sit here and go, but I'm not going to make enough money. It seems to me like you are living at your mom, so you do have a little bit of support in terms of what you need to be making, giving you the opportunity to maybe go work retail because you don't know if there's upward mobility available. Right. And also, working in a restaurant, you don't know who you're going to meet. You don't know what things are going to lead to. I think, I think there is an element of... 
you can't sit here and try to predict what everything is and what it's going to be. You have to take a first step and you can't go, but I don't like the money. I'm going to make it a restaurant. But maybe that job you decide to take in a restaurant isn't necessarily about the money. It right. might be the person that you meet or the yeah. person that you become that discovers your next step based on how you've changed as a person. You have to interact and get involved. Also, all restaurants you would make a lot of money, there are all ways out there who are making career. Career. Yes. They're not even pulling their dick out for it. They're literally just being good workers. And they would be fired for that. They'd be fired for that. Well, it depends on the restaurant. (laughs) It depends on the restaurant. Yeah. But also, Hooters. This goes back to No, you would. You'd have to be fired for that. Yeah. Also, Dickies. Dickies is where you pull your dick out. In the airport. Houston airport. Yeah. Uh, Austin. Hey, so here's the thing, yeah. Dallas. So you um, you said that too, like get the job at the whatever you're talking about the school thing. But I'm like also like, well, if once you identify what you want, which is yeah. the thing you talked about, yeah, yeah, you you might realize you don't need school for that, right? Yes. So our friend Jason uh, uh, Michael Muser, right? Yeah. Muse is uh, one of the owners of one of the best restaurants in the world yeah. in Chicago ever. Mm. Okay, mm. and. If I was a person who really wanted to get in the restaurant industry, whether it was hospitality, front of house, or even uh, being a chef, yeah. and he said, well, you can come stage here with us, which is essentially being an uh, unpaid intern at a yeah. restaurant, go there. By the time you've done that for however long, the connections you make or the recommendations he puts in for you to go to some other restaurant yeah. and do the same thing or start as a dishwasher, you will get the education yes. of somebody who goes to a Cordon Bleu. I'm not taking away from people who go to yes. Cordon Bleu. That's their path. Yeah. But if you know exactly what you want, we say this to people when they go, I want to do stand-up. You just got to go fucking then do go it. Then go do it. Was there like a class I could take? No, go, you just go do if it. You need, Sign up If you need it. to take a class because that makes someone say every Tuesday you're going to come here with shit you've written, fine, take a class. Whatever you need. But really, just go. Go do it. Yeah. And so it's like, but also go do it. You might, you not might need find a out quickly you don't like it. Uh, that too. You yeah. need to you need to start crossing things off by experience and trying. Yes. And so if you're you might end up realizing your thing does not even involve you going to school. Yes. Or a specialty school or a trade school. Yes. Or you might be like, you know what I really love doing? Boating. You know yes. how I can afford a boat? Because I joined the plumbers union. So now go be an apprentice. Get that trade, learn how to do that, and then buy fucking five boats. Because, but it's all, it's yeah. about identifying what you want. Or law of attraction, which really works. Re- it does you, work. Absolutely. I do. I believe, yeah. You all you just sit around and dream. Or hypnotherapy, which I just enjoy. I tell everybody really? you do it. I love it. I've never done it. It's a blast, baby. No, I think I, I would it. really like Have you done acupuncture? I want to. I got, everybody else is going to do that. He's got me. We're going to do it. I'm going to do it. I know you'd love it. I believe in the, the mind yeah, of course, and the, same, the connection. Me too. Yes. Well, I, let me tell you. Actually, uh, I also cage fight. One time, I was punched so hard that- Wait, like, going from meditation, hypnotherapy, and also I cage fight. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay. Hold on. You got punched so hard. I got punched so hard. I remember I was like winning in the cage, kind of like, oh, like kind of trying to get over this girl. And then I got punched so hard, I came out of the cage, I forgot about the girl. Like, I was like, ah, whatever. Shit happens. You know, yeah. I just, like, emotionally, I got over the breakup completely. That, yeah. that, that sounds unhealthy. You might got punched so hard, you might have lost some memories. Sure, probably. <laughs> but you're not no, wrong. I'm I've okay had... with it. I'm okay with it. Eternal Sunshine, this is the real movie. I've had workouts <laughs> where the process of working out made me emotional. Laughter yes. and sometimes tears. Yeah. Because you're, the body oh, yeah. can go through a thing physically that somehow does an emotional release. There is yeah, an yeah. emotional connection like a motherfucker like after you fight. If you fight people, like oh, you really go sure. like. Sometimes you hate them, and your connection to that person sometimes yeah. is so deep. And you're turning on something else in your brain. To close on, this is my thought. To close on this: <laughs> wrestle, <laughs> wrestle people, wrestle, fight get into fighting. <laughs> what are we Be, saying? Go fight, to, go to the fight, bar. fight for yourself. Discover um, who you are as a man. Yeah, my and, thoughts on this. Or woman. My thoughts or on woman. this in the simplest form. Everything that we've thrown out there are possibilities. Make no mistake, Matt. 
I'm not sitting here saying that anything we said is is actually easy because it isn't. No, but, but it anything, starts with what do I want? Exactly, it starts with what you want. And I know it's so cheesy, like a, the a million, you know, journey of a million miles starts with the first step. As cheesy as that phrase is, and how overused it is, it is the truth. You do have to make a choice and make a decision, and you can't not make it because you're afraid it's the wrong one. You have to make one because that leads to the next one. Doing improv, we know if you don't say something, if you don't offer something, if you don't physically do something, then someone else who's maybe going to join the scene, who's already in the scene, they can't go anywhere. We can't go anywhere, and nothing can happen until something happens. Right. And it's up to you. You, I Clearly, you have the desire to do it. You wrote us a letter because you're kind of hung up on it. I'm the same way. I can get very hung up, and I can sit on a couch and stare at a wall because I can't get myself to go do a thing. That's what I mean when I say it's not easy, but you've written this letter because you're aware you need to do something. And I think in its simplest form, mm -hmm. go do something. Right. Just go do like Seton, something. You didn't. You didn't start being in these arenas doing stand-up comedy at one point. No, fairly constantly. You just moved to New York. Yeah. Like, like, like yeah. I didn't. I and didn't we're start, losing money and doing it for free. Right. And I didn't for years. I didn't start <laughs> by like, be, you know, having my own show at UCB Franklin or doing this with you. At one point, all I was doing was driving away from Rochelle, yes. Illinois. Like, yes. it's just the small... Let me give one for Rory. Rory, uh, I remember he did my little web series. And then I remember going to a movie theater to watch him with Amy Schumer going, I knew there was something there. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, right? Also, that's a matter of like... And that's a great example. Seton does this all the time. He wants to make something. So he just does it. Mm -hmm. He's not sitting here going, hey, I made a web series, so that should have led to me being an Oscar-winning director. Mm -hmm. That's not what it is. He made uh, a web yes. series, so he made it. And yeah. that became a thing. That led to connections. That led to, if anything, it led to knowledge of how to do it better the next time. Yeah. And that's exactly what life is. That's yeah. all the things. When you go, yeah, but I don't know that I really want to be a waiter in a restaurant. But what if that's the first step to owning your own restaurant? And you just mm. don't know it yet. Right. Because you, why, why would life be fun if you can already see past the horizon? It wouldn't be any fun. Yeah. If good or bad, it wouldn't be any fun. Yep. To not know what's beyond the horizon is what makes it worth doing. It what it's what makes it interesting. And also, the choices you make kind of predict and decide what might be beyond that horizon. Mm -hmm. So you've got to go take your take it all into your own hands and and take that first step. Go control your emotions. Abraham Hicks, I suggest to everybody, or even a, Tony Robbins also does it. But somebody could tell you to control your emotions because right now you sound like you're in emotional pain, and you got to turn that shit off and start looking at joy and learn how to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, learn Matt, how to be joyful the thoughts. Brother. I hope we were helpful. Uh, we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Roy Scoville, Daniel Van Kirk, and, and Seton Smith. <laughs> yeah. Hey there, everybody. Roy Scovel here. And Daniel Van Kirk. We just want to let you guys know that if you enjoy Pen Pals, uh, our podcast that comes out every single Wednesday, then you might enjoy bonus episodes in our Patreon that come out every single Monday. That's four episodes a month. It's only $5, and they are all follow-up letters, so we hear back from our Pen Pals about whatever they're going through or sandwiches that they love or whether or not they like their new haircut. We hear from them, we read their letter, and then you hear them as well. Yep, that that's it, at, right? Uh, that's it. And okay. it's at Patreon dot com slash pen pals and we're back joined by seton smith comedian writer actor friend director make maker of art seton smith 
Thank you. Uh, we have, at the end of this month, we have the Come and Take It Comedy Festival. We are both doing headlining sets there. Houston Tejas. And we will Ooh. be doing a live pen pals as well, guests to be announced. But if you go to comeandtakeitcomedy.com, I think it is, or danielvancourt.com, don't go to worriesgold.com. It barely exists. Um, it's very true. But we'll, we'll get it up there. We'll get it there. <laughs> Someday you'll get, get it there. there you do guys. so much. I, he does so much. That's I don't do part anything. of his problem. Uh, so danielvancourt.com, uh, if you want to see where you can hang with me and Rory, it's at Come and Take It Comedy Festival. Plus, this is the fifth, you said, so I am, right? The fourth? All right, awesome. Then I'm going to be this weekend. I am in Mobile, Alabama, and New Orleans. Go to danielvankirk.com. And on the fourth, fourth tonight, I'm in you. San Antonio. So May Daniel the Van fourth Kirk. be with you. What's it's, that that's from? That's today. No. It's from Star Trek. What? Yeah. Well, yeah, Star Trek. I heard that, yeah. yeah. Star Trek. I was just, I just wanted this on Google. What about Google. you? Me? Yes. Yeah, um, on May, this is May 1st? May 1st. Fourth. This is May 4th? Get the fourth. fuck out of here. <laughs> God, May time the fourth is be with you. It's so traveling so far. <laughs> um, uh, HBO Max, um, it should be this week. Is it a Tuesday, May 4th? I forgot. Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay, this Friday on HBO Max, I think Michael Che show, um, that damn Che show's coming out. I should be the first sketch. Um, yeah, yep. uh, it's real fun. It's a cool. It's a cool character. I ain't right. gonna play. And also, too, if you decide you like me, go check out uh, Mrs. Mazel episode six. I have three lines. It's yeah, genius. really. I yeah. kick I kick Susie out of a building. And then, um, <laughs> and then search party, <laughs> search party episode. Six also, which is fucking weird. Yeah, good for you, that's like, knowing weird. the episode number. Yeah, well, because, I mean, you got to fucking, I can't just say the season and they right. get mad. That one, that's, like, that's pretty fun. I'm like, this ha I'm like the whole half, the whole, basically the whole episode, I'm, I'm doing a whole negotiator shit. I'm, I'm talking to, I'm talking to out of the building. Well, shit. now, we and did talk about it. Are you still on the road at this point? Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Also, I'm still, yeah, me and Mulaney, May 4th, May 4th. That's right. Um, May 3rd, we're doing, we just did the L.A. Forum, and then May 7th, oh this weekend, God. it's going to be the Hollywood Bowl. So it's gonna be real You're fun. You're gonna be doing the Hollywood Bowl in three days from now. Yeah, and we're wearing like it's gonna be a tuxedo night. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Hey, we've done that. Formula. We did that. that before. Yeah, I'm very. Do you not, already not have your bowl, tuxedo picked I, out? I don't, but I've walked by the store. I'm gonna buy it from multiple times. There's one thing, Daniel. Oh, good. I was yeah. about to say, if there's one thing, Daniel, I learned. Don't wait till the last second. Put some thought into it. Take your time. No, I'm yeah. thinking. I've been wanting to buy a tuxedo with roses on it for probably too long, for like 10 years. And I don't know if it's probably cool anymore, but I'm going to look at don't it. I'm going to try it on. Like, I, wait, wait, with roses on the lapel? Yeah, like just, well, there was like, this, yeah, like, ro there was like a, a bl like black, like, a, like black on black roses or, uh, or bright, bright roses. There over was a, oh God, I got to fucking look at the picture again. I'm so sorry. I remember there was a pattern of roses that was like almost uh, like on it patched on it kind of thing yeah it was look just look divine beautiful but i remember this might have been 2014 and i might not be cool no more but also maybe and i'm just throwing out what a happened? suggestion what happened maybe get that uh steve martin white suit just i have to think about that one that has been my daydream <laughs> exact is he well, is you, can, you can get that same style Ah, you know that he, might be pretty pretty fucking cool. I think I might. That's been my that wild and crazy guy album. I was about to say, yeah, it's yeah. been my that album has been my dream album. And yeah. what's his name? I met um I didn't meet him, meet him, but uh you know when um Mulaney hosted uh, SNL, yeah, uh, Steve Martin, time. yeah, they were just like him and Elliot Gould were in their little dressing rooms, and Steve was just sitting there, yeah. and I was like, it's probably not a good time to be like, what up? <laughs> Steve, I love you. He looks up. What? No, uh, nothing, 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 nothing. I didn't someone, say anything. Someone else, someone else said something. Someone else said something. I thought, <laughs> did you say you love me? I, I thought I heard you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, hopefully people come out to the forum in Hollywood Bowl. I hope nah, that. I good hope, luck. Good luck. I hope how so. Many, how many tickets do you have to sell to get to do time? Oh, shit. You still have to bark. About 15, you got to bark, bark in the bowl? I know. Barking the bowl. Oh, I love that. That's so funny. Uh, and then next month, 
Physical season two. Physical season Shit. two. Episode folks. one. I'm in it. Right around the what? corner. Yeah. Dana Kirk, yeah, Episode baby. one. Get out there. Watch it. Apple TV Plus on yeah. uh, Apple TV Plus. Physical is the name of the show. All right. Let's just uh, get to the next. Okay. Ready? I don't like how it starts. So. Here we go. I'm not as excited. Dear Daniel and Rory, sorry, Rory, I flipped a coin. And reflip it, right? I was on both flip sides. Flip it again. Of it. I was on both sides. They're just telling you, sorry, I flipped a coin. <laughs> it's a weird merch that you sell on the <laughs> yeah. road. It's you on both you sides. You can get these mint release. But it Those does, people selling weird coins. But it does work what that as a quarter. Like what you're selling is highly 100%. illegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll jump. I guess I'll jump right into it. I was personally close with somebody who was murdered. Different tone than the first letter, huh? Oh. I'm going to try to keep this intentionally vague because I wish to remain anonymous. White this, person. This is now considered a cold case <laughs> because it happened over ten years ago, and whoever is responsible has not been apprehended. However, I and many people I know are fairly certain they know who did it. Barely. I had a decent job, and it, and so scary. <laughs> I had a decent so I had been doing a decent job at moving past this traumatic incident until recently when a documentary was made on this story. It turns out I am not as healed from this past trauma as I once thought. Oh it was not the documentary being made which bothered me, although I have no intention to watch it, but the fact that it was distributed on a major streaming platform and gained pretty major press at the time of its release. Shit, it's a Tiger King, huh? It sucks because I now because I now don't like browsing this particular platform because I will usually come upon this documentary and the victim's face on my screen. I now live on the other side of the country from where this occurred. However, people I know out here who do not know my connection to the family involved have recommended I watch it because mm. they know I am a huge fan of graphic crime documentaries. Doc documentaries. At least I was until this was released. I seem to have lost my desire to watch exploitative crime shows completely, which sucks because it was one of my favorite genres. At the time of the incident, I was incredibly close with the family of the victim, but it, it, it is only recently that people want to hear what I think about the crime, and I mean literally every single person I know has asked my opinion. I think so that they, they can follow up with their take. I was not interviewed for the film, but many people I know personally were, and some declined due to the fact that the killer is still out there somewhere. I guess my question is this. Have either of you ever been this close to a sensational news story? As E-list celebrities, okay, not saying I am one, how do you deal with things personal to you existing in the public forum? Thanks, Anonymous. Uh, well, first things first, Daniel and I read this, and at first I think we were offended by I e still might be. Well, here's the thing. We were offended by E-list celebrities. Not that we sit here thinking we're some hot shit, but then well, just why Lissa, the jab? Why the jab? But here's the thing. Why the jab? Lissa looked it up, and that actually means that you are you heavily interact with your fan base because if you were going to be offensive, you would have stopped at D-list. E-list actually has a meaning. We looked that up. Lissa oh, looked okay, up. But why, also, am I, why am I taking credit for research when Lissa clearly did it? And she's sitting right here going, motherfucker, I looked that up. That okay, but category. also, I could make up a word like neeple. And I'm sure we can go on Urban it's Dictionary it's and find out it's what Nepal means. Yes, either way, what's Nepal mean? Who's ever or even heard nipple. that word? You're, You're either saying up. nipple or Nepal. And it might not matter, right? Because people will be like, actually, a nipple is a knee that looks like a nipple, a person who has a nipple on their knee. 
Can I ask, when you said Nebel, did you have that in mind? No. Or did you just... I just got there now. That's because you took the first step, Matt. We're going back to Matt. <laughs> We're going back to Matt. Um, yeah. So you, you can find anything on the internet. Yeah. I think that's true. I don't think Anonymous Has wrote E-list us to list celebrities? Can I ask but you, can I ask you a question? The, you landed it, landed with you. were like, ooh, E-list celebrities. You, I, you, I heard it. It just makes me think that she's the murderer. Anonymous oh, Yeah, obviously the murderer. that she would throw that jab. Anonymous is not going to like Multiple jabs for no reason, and is yeah. almost bragging. Like, I don't know. I, I fairly know. I'm putting, the, I'm misconnecting them. Like, that's why he plays arenas. Yeah. He spots these that's things. The I'm telling you, she's like, I don't, I'm fairly I certain who the person it. did it. Everybody keeps asking me these questions. I live in another color of the country. That's you're, right. You're in Celebrities, by the way. I'm just telling you, this motherfucker's suspicious. If it was, <laughs> if it was a jab. <laughs> If it was a jab, I, I think don't think a, it was a jab. I think it's a good time for us to highlight. That, oh, yeah. This is a great point. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It is a good time for us to highlight is like you and I are never the type of people who are like, you know, that guy who's always mean. Love him. Let's get that letter out there. <laughs> yeah. I got Or say, even in our real lives. Like, like, yeah. like we ha- we do rib each other, obviously. Right. Sure. But that's earned with a lot of but love. Also you have a relation, a personal relationship. So whenever somebody's, we've had people write us letters where they're like, they all right, you jab. two fucking idiots. And they're like, yeah, that's not. We're not going to read that they'll letter. Be like, or they'll be like, uh, Daniel, you're the grass. R- Rory, I, I, I yeah, fuck it, Rory. it'd be a cool right. show if you weren't on it. Just kidding. And I'm like, still. Well, don't. that's a Tony. I mean, because I've listened to so you many letters. Because that's my letter. That's a Tony Kornheiser. Oh, that yeah, it was my letter. I, I, I keep going. Kornheiser does what? Kornheiser has that thing where they, like, people do pick up their own words and like they like to shit. They like to join the game of shitting on people. They, it's like a thing the friendly. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. So you got to. But start- some people, I think, right from such a place of insecurity, they're like, "Well, I can't get into this and open up unless I Fellow, let you know yeah. that I'll throw a jab." Yeah. Like they Absolutely. almost feel so vulnerable. They're like, "I don't want you to know I'm super vulnerable." Yeah. Yeah. I, but again, I want to state. And we can be in different positions on this. Of course uh, we can. I, I don't think that it is a jab, and that's why I that was willing to go it. ahead with it. Okay. Because I when s- Lissa looked up and she said, that is actually a term, I go, you know what? That's not a term everybody knows, but maybe it's a term that we've now put out there also, a little bit I'm more. Thinking, I'm thinking, though, if you have the mentality to get away with murder, you have the, atta- the mentality to get away with an Seaton. insult without being seen. I love, Seaton. Seaton. I love the Seaton. Thing. You, I you love know what I love? I love that mine and Rory's ego is so strong that we're like, I bet I can find a way to say that this was actually a compliment yeah. towards me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to protect myself. I don't because I, I, I am too vulnerable. <laughs> I'm too insecure. Oh. Scenes over here, like guys, we know who did it. Yeah, we know who did it. We know who did it. She's written a letter of a confession. So many innuendos. The goddamn so, code. The he fucking defense code right in front of you. How? I have a, how, how? What? I like, have a serious thing I want to say. I, about I this. do too. You go ahead. Okay. Start. It is. It does make you think. You know, we see things that are sensationalized, right, and documentaries that are made and stuff about people. And and yes. I had this happen. This thought occurred to me. When I was watching the amazing ESPN documentary about OJ Simpson. Oh, that, te- that, uh, yes. not 10 part, no, the four, four or five, five part. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. right? And there's a part. Incredible. There's a part always comes where they're OJ. talking always about. Comes back to OJ. Always where they're OJ. talking about the murders, right? And uh, yeah. f- please forgive me if I'm saying it wrong. It, it's Rob Goldman, right? Is Ron. 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 Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Ron, Ron. So Ron okay, Goldman, okay. I want to be respectful. Well, not I asked okay. for grace. Ron, there's a part. And this is going to be a little graphic, but there's a part where they say essentially at that point in the way in which he had been cut first and where he was in this four year like gate yeah, area, yeah, the gate he was in a killing cage, yeah, yeah. right? And then they talk about what happened. Uh, yeah, Nicole. To Nicole. There was a part while I was watching that where I was go, God forbid uh, Nicole's children 
watch this documentary. I know. Because they these are real people and real family members and real loved ones. Yeah. And if you were like, you know what? It seems to me that they're probably going to... I was a child, and they're going to lay this out so fucking boom, boom, boom every step. Yeah. I do kind of want to know exactly what happened. Yeah. And then you, if you got to that point as a person, not even just child, but definitely child was in my mind, a love person of Nicole and Ron's, you were like, I can't. I, I know. And so it does... For, there are all those things that we sensationalize or, or our society like uh, glorifies or sheds a lot of, and a lot of times, times even when they're hard truths, yeah. they need to be. Yeah. Like I've told a lot of people, one of the hardest things I watched was the was the the series When They See Us, yeah. right? And I say to people like uh, Jarrell Jerome's performance in When They See Us is one of the most jarring things I've ever seen. It is immaculate in its uh, production of what he did as a character. Yeah. But you need to see it. And that's a real person in a real person's life and somebody like exemplifying that. Yeah. But in in this, when it's also like a documentary, it does come down to being like, those are that's somebody's mom or brother or whatever. And, and that we're so desensitized so because that we get you go onto a streaming platform and it go you go, Oh, well, here are four hundred unsolved murder documentaries that we you move away from, you know, you, the fact that these are real people. And we and yeah. it and it slides into this is entertainment, even though it's absolutely real. So yeah, I yeah I've never I been entertained. I've never been entertained by that shit ever. No, I've yeah. never. I've, I don't like. You. I don't like anything scary. I hate gun. I I like cartoon guns. I don't know when I started hating guns on movies. I don't know when that started, yeah, but I yeah. definitely really? yeah. But I mean, my first gun it's like a natural trigger. No pun a, intended. No, it's a good. No, trigger. I think the pun was fucking. Was a good pun. I think I think it was. You think it was intended. I think you intended it. Complete. I think you did intend it. <laughs> yeah, maybe I did. <laughs> no, but okay. So wait, even in cartoons. No, I think I fucks with cartoons a little bit. Okay, but I just didn't see the sense of it. My first gun on my face was at four. When I realized that, like that's always my jarring. Like, I don't really know if I love it. Like I don't see the. F I think there was a point where I did see fun. But yeah. then I just stopped at one point. I was like, I don't, I don't see the point of this violent shit. But also, you yeah, know what? Once yeah, I started yeah. fighting, fighting, yeah, now I started really seeing how delicate human bodies are. They're strong, but then they're really delicate. And you go yeah. like, oh, fuck, I can't. Oh, uh, when I see a movie and someone takes two punches, like they're kind of like out of it, and somebody twice to the face, right? Yeah. And then the next scene, maybe they've got like some redness. Yeah, I'm like, like, no. no you don't, you don't have an ocular bone yeah. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or I see like fucking, um, like I'll, I'll appreciate a movie's fight scenes and then I'll not appreciate it. Like two things have happened. One, I watched, like I saw Batman. Yeah. And I really was kind of annoyed by Cat Very Williams. I, well, I didn't mind that. I didn't. I didn't just didn't like her cat with moves. I was just like ah, her size frame and those moves. What doesn't make sense? <laughs> like shit like that bothers me. I'm like she wouldn't do a sweep. Can't this you? choreography. No, ah. you should go for the balls. Obviously, yeah. in the eye, and then go for a sweep. And obviously, it's Colin Farrell. Yeah. It's obviously Colin. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest nitpicky. Stuff. But wait, was yeah, there, did you have one where you were like, "This is like"? Really oh, now good? I can watch Jackie Chan movies, and now I realize he has a lot more jokes in the in the fighting that I didn't notice before. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, As a comedian, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, there's a punch. Oh, like I didn't like I saw a drunken master and I didn't realize like those fight scenes were not just fun just not like yeah like they had joke, like visual they had, joke. yeah like, like seven or eight punchlines yeah. per I was like oh shit I, I didn't yeah I don't know I'm so not, if you don't mind I don't want to skip over this you're saying at the first time in, that you, your first memory of it happening to you at four years old you had a gun put in your oh, face oh yeah let's go like that yeah it's fine and, and so when you see somebody like pull out a gun or whatever you're like yeah this doesn't <laughs> no yeah. I, I don't well, it's this, it, it's about it, it's about the letter like something hitting close to home yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I don't get traumatized. I just want to see it on TV just because it's like I've seen cops at houses. I've seen the like the energy to me is like not like, ooh, I wonder those guys. I'm like, oh, shit, like, cops yeah. are here. I won't be here no more. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This is yeah. like, oh, yeah, the guy who put his gun in the face was a cop. That's what it is. So I was like, I'm always like, I don't like this right. energy. I don't fucks with the, 
Yeah. I, it took me a while to figure out I don't really fucks with like I like cop shows because it's a very simple directive. Yeah, the procedural <laughs> like, of it. But I like it like like oh again. Well, there's a pattern and it's like a formula. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but again, yeah. you go back to Batman, like I was watching it and you could see like how many movies they took, but the very first scene, they, it was Fruitville Station. And yeah. I didn't like that shit. Because yeah. specifically yeah. saved the black guy, made him look good and went, yeah. I'm not gonna beat you, I got some other shit to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, like, oh. So yeah. you're better than them? No, you're not, nigga. Um <laughs> <laughs> You just walk around beating people, nigga. You ain't better. Batman <laughs> I still like I still like the know. I want to go see Batman with you. Like, oh, we're seeing something so different. Yeah, <laughs> I could talk so much shit. There was a part in there where she was like, "Man, these all these fucking white these white motherfuckers coming in." She was like, "She's talking to a white oh, guy." At the she, club, at the club, at the yeah, club. Yeah, what yeah, are you yeah, doing? Yeah. What is the white the wokeness coming this movie? This is the most unwoke <laughs> nigga in the in the fuck. This nigga goes around beating people. <laughs> He's not woke. <laughs> He's the most unbroke nigga. I'm so bothered. But it's but in, I love him. I like the nigga. But yeah. But it's in line with this. We were like, hey, if it clo- <laughs> if it hits close enough to you, you're like, I'm out. I can't. I don't want this. Yeah, Spider Man made much more sense to me as a, like as a, as a fun thing to do. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. I wanted to be Spider Man. I wanted to flip out and have a hard dick. I, the only thing. <laughs> Come well, on. Wait. What? Hard dick. Like what? think about your horny as fuck at that time. Yeah. And then you could flip around. I don't. I actually don't believe he didn't. Why they didn't have a like, hard dick like costume While flipping moment? Around. Well, because like, it just seems like yeah. you get that excited. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm flipping. I'm Spider Man. Disney tends to hide their hard dicks, like in Little Mermaid. Yeah. I don't know. That like they, that. Yeah. They I do hide the dicks, don't they? Yeah. They don't put them out there that much. La, 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 like, I think Spider-Man has an erection right now. <laughs> How's he gonna kiss a girl upside down? How is that possible? That costume ain't that expensive to hold an erection back. Physically impossible. Yeah. Green that, Goblin was just like the way he's being rubbed with that that whatever that material is. Can I ask you guys a question? Am I a bad person that I want to figure out what documentary this is? I know, of course. I think all our listeners, myself included, are like, which one is it's one it? that everybody was talking American about? American on a I gotta street say, criminal. Like, like, take, take yourself out of it. Step back and just go. You know, you have a friend who was. First off, you have a friend who was murdered. Personally that alone is its murdered. own thing. But now there's a documentary out there, and someone goes, "You can watch it." And, and this person, anonymous, now lives in a different part of the country where this documentary is brought up as a point of entertainment. Have you seen it? What did you think about it? And then someone, and him having to like absorb that and be like, "I was friends with have that person." Like, that seems so murdered? wildly traumatic. What's yeah. that? Have you had anyone in your life murdered? I don't think I feel like I would. Rem- I feel like I don't remember stuff. But that seems such you a had giant thing. Yes. You have? Yeah, a few people. Yeah, people. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I never have. So I also, it's like I don't understand like what that violation or like that loss or what that feels like. What that feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be like they're gone and that's not. I do know of someone that was brutally murdered, and it was. It's even thinking about it as someone like know of someone like not even this very deeply personal connection yeah. is still wildly shocking from the distance that I am from it. It's still so shocking. I had a, a weirdly... Okay, another situation. I went to Howard. I went to Howard University in Washington, D.C., 2000. It was still in the murder, top five murder capital at that point. Remember, our orientation in our, uh, in our, our dorm was like, uh, we right now, if you walk on the street right there, Hobart, you will be robbed and or shot. Do not walk on that street. Really? Two blocks from that street, that you will be robbed and shot on that street. And I was like, I believed him. And then like multiple motherfuckers from my class got robbed and or shot. Oh my God. <laughs> or killed. And I was like, oh, okay, well they weren't fucking around. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm like, I, was, I mean, I'm not. 
Oh, wait, I got robbed too. I'm, I'm, I forget. Really? That was another time I had a gun in my face. I was like, oh. And by then, I was just almost numb. Like, I was giggly, like, come on, guys. <laughs> I was giggly. <laughs> I was like, ah, guys. I got to do a spot. Yeah. I'm supposed to be at the it's best like that Western. scene from LA Story with Steve Martin <laughs> where he goes, hi, my name's Bob. I'll be your uh, mugger for the evening. I'm like, hi, Bob. And they give him the stuff. And like, he got that shit. I'm telling you, I didn't realize that. That's a helps you. If you ever get a gun in your face, guys, try to have good energy. Not like yeah. annoying, jovial, but. You, the, the nervous energy, they'll feel it, and then they want to turn that shit off. But yeah, if you put yeah, in, like, yeah. cool, easy, if you can figure out a way, smile, you'll live longer. Let's talk about scandals. Okay. I, can we do it? Because I, I want to talk about being yeah. a, somewhat connected. Because I'm like, again, we brought up Chris Rock earlier in the other segment. Yeah. And I've known him for years. I got to do, uh, I was a stand-in on Top 5. Oh, so I spent, yeah. like, 35 days on that shit. So I got to Love know him. Movie. Known him over the years. He's been coming around um, with Mulaney throwing punchlines. So it's been interesting. And then... Will Smith, I got a connection to him, interesting enough. Not hard at all, but 2014, Afropunk Festival, about 40,000 people in Brooklyn doing, you know, black rock bands. Yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith, um, she has a rock punk rock band. She was performing. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Exactly. So uh, they flew in in a helicopter. Yep. The whole family came out with, uh, you know, security guard. And it was interesting, the energy. Will Smith came out like a fucking mayor. You want an autograph? You want an autograph? You want an autograph? Yeah, like, yeah, ah! yeah, yeah. And then, um, the Willow, his daughter, was going out dancing, meeting girls. It was great. But then Jada and Jay Din, they went into the tent because they're yeah. both the introverts. Yeah. And I'm the host. But I got to get her introduction. And she's the only one. So I walk over to the tent like, hey, there's no door to knock. I'm like, excuse me. Hey, uh, what do you think I should say for the band? And she's being nice. And, I don't know. Da, 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 da. And then one second later, uh, uh, security is on this side, right? Another second, half a second. Will Smith is right next to security. Yeah. But like looking even harder at security. Like, I'm going to fuck your ass up. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, Will Smith won't fuck me up. Wait, what you. Because yeah. they didn't know why you so were there. The mayor, right. So the mayor who was, the who mayor. wants an autograph? Up, is all of a sudden Suddenly like, I will fuck your ass. So who the fuck yeah, like, oh, yeah, I man, I just want to, like, you know, uh, introduction. He's like, oh, oh, then, man. Then, yeah. it was like that. I was like, oh, so, was, yeah. like, was he about to fuck me up? Like, I was sitting there, okay, no, Will Smith was not about to fuck me up. And now, now let me, let me, and now are you cage fighting at this time? Like, would this have been exciting to see? No, but, no, no then also, I was not fighting, so I would have, I would have you scared. imagine if he's like, he does, like, step up, you're like, I'm just getting an introduction, and he, like, does something, and yeah. you're like, I have cage fighting experience. <laughs> yeah. He's got that Ali experience. Oh, now, he's huge. Yeah, now I'm I'm getting excited like by that energy. Like, yeah, you would be. Yeah, the thing is that they don't do that. I've done a little bit of jujitsu, and the, and I don't know anything about jujitsu, <laughs> but it does. You would be excited because I know <laughs> it. Too, I yeah. felt it where you go. This person doesn't know that so, I know something. No, there's an energy though when you know how to fight. There's yeah. an energy when motherfuckers have. So if you approach them, you know immediately if I approach you. The, it's like, important if to read in, that vibe. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Will Smith knew immediately that nigga was. He was not gonna. Sw he was not gonna swing on me. Yeah. But it's like this motherfuckers, you just your body because uh, your body tells you shit. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes your brain yeah, yeah. don't know. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. why if you see boxers backing up, and like, I didn't mean to back up. It's like your body was like, no, nah, I won't get hit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that change in yeah. the telecast, that change of him laughing to all of a sudden sitting there, you saw that. You've seen that firsthand. Oh yeah, I saw the move. You saw the energy. Like, oh, all the body language make complete sense. And also Chris Rock not knowing. And then you didn't see Will Smith. If you look at that, his rotation on his hips was perfect. It's perfect rotation. He had a good stance. It was not, he's, he's trained. The nigga's yeah. trained. That's why yeah, I was yeah. even more like, you can't fuck. Why are you pulling? Nick? Like he was like, you know what yeah, you're yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah. like, so that's don't you kind of wish Jason Jason Momoa had made that joke? Just to see if Will gets out of his seat. Just to see if Will even gets up. What happened? If Momoa's up there, you think Will Smith goes up to that stage with Jason Momoa? Everybody knows that 
it do wouldn't you have happened. Do you? It wouldn't have happened. It would have been more of a of yelling match. No, exactly. Uh, yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing. I'm telling you, I did not know when that's I started. That's not a slide on Chris. That's a slide on yeah. Will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah. that's an animal thing. Once I started fighting, I remarkably saw the difference. Like, there's a difference I saw when I started being funny that people started treating me differently. When I started getting on TV, people started yeah. treating me differently. Yeah, when yeah, I started yeah. learning how to fight, nigga, that is a completely different and treatment. And it's not you <laughs> saying, I know how to fight. It's people just going, there's something going on there. Yeah, like, you a, can read somebody. There's a certain respect suddenly that people yeah, start yeah. having. Like, I didn't even know. how people compose themselves. I'll tell you what blows my mind is when someone kind of doesn't know how to fight, but they still have this, like, they don't seem, here's a mistake I think a lot of people make. They don't know how to fight, but they have a cocky arrogance. Oh, and you go, man. you're cocky, and I bet you don't know how to do it. Yeah. But then there's some people who just have a smooth confidence who also know how to fight, and you're like, yeah, you're doing it best. Like, you've yeah. got something that's throwing people off. Like, yeah. you're throwing yeah. You know what it always makes me think of? That scene in Tombstone. When uh, Kurt Russell's yelling at that bully in that bar, they first get into town, and the, nobody goes to that bar because that guy's always there, drunk, picking on the dealers and mm -hmm. stuff. And he he smacks the guy, and he stands there looking at him. And he goes, "You gonna pull that smoke wagon or not?" And mm -hmm. and the guy just stands because he knows he's just a cocky guy yeah, who yeah. isn't gonna back anything up. But he takes his gun out of his own holster. Oh, I just knocked over water. That's okay. <laughs> he just takes his gun out of his own holster, yeah. like like his own gun. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, you're all you're BS, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah, so yeah. fun to see these moments. I've been seeing women beat up men, and I love. I love seeing that shit because it's just like these men come in so cocky and so mean. Yeah. And the woman goes, What nigga? And they're, reading, <laughs> and they're like, reading gender where they're like, Well, there's no way you know. And it's like, That's not the time we live in anymore. So People time. know stuff. People are the education in all aspects of, of survival are oh, available yeah. to uh, everybody. All available. It's, uh, it's um, wonderful life. Um, anonymous. Yeah. I, it's, it's, you turn, know, turn I, yourself it's in. Traumatic. I you're in a traumatic you. space. Yeah. 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 Turn yeah, yeah. yourself in because you're guilty. <laughs> and <laughs> stop. I'm sorry. I apologize. It's still a good joke. Our friends are uh, Seton's a detective. Uh, I feel for you for that. Like there, I wish there was a way you could like reach out to that platform and go, "Hey, is there any way you could just change it so that I don't ever see so this? I like, could see I have it. a block, block, yeah, a, yeah, yeah, block yeah. a thing or something yeah. like that?" Uh, and I imagine with our way that crime and everything has become such a big part of our pop culture, like true crime and all those things, that that's happening to a lot of people. Um, so I feel for you, and I'm, I'm sorry that you kind of feel like it's all turned up again. But I'm yeah. joking. Don't don't murder me. For don't murder. I don't want to be murdered. <laughs> I, guy. I simply was He's joking. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. What's a murder? What's a murder between people? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm so nervous. <laughs> well, take it from us, E-list celebrities. Yeah. We wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Scoville, Rory Van Kirk, and, and Seton Smith. Pen Pals is produced by Lissa Rubin and engineered and mixed by Chad Bouchard. Our artwork was created by Jeffrey Tice, and our theme music is by Patrick Keenan of The Winter Sounds. You can follow Pen Pals on Twitter and Instagram at the Pen Pals Pod. You can see all of that content thanks to Caitlin Bordini, who runs our social media. Head to youtube.com slash Daniel Van Kirk Comedy to watch these episodes absolutely free and subscribe to patreon.com slash penpals. For only $5, you can listen to a follow-up letter every week, and you'll be the first to hear all upcoming Pen Pals news but the easiest way to support the show is to rate review and subscribe on itunes and tell everyone you know about your two favorite cackling idiots hashtag grow the show
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.